it's really funny to see executive Hello? producer Haim Saban at the end of Star Clash. <laughs> I know you yeah. pointed this out first, but I just yeah. really wanted to start the episode this way. <laughs> it was it was pretty amazing. Uh yeah, that's right. Rangers and residents of uh behind the Patreon wall. Welcome to the <laughs> Sentai Truther Club. You know the drill. You know yeah. who we are. It's Grav, it's Kennedy. We're our patrons. We love you. And uh we're doing Power Ranger Star Clash episode two. Uh last episode we kind of ended it as a sort of like a maybe maybe not you know let's let's give it another chance with episode two see what see how we come out the other end um i could really go either way um however i was kind of interested to see what episode two would be like just because i knew that the season was seven episodes long I think, and that the fact that the seventh episode is the season finale. I think if it was just like, oh, we're going to, you know, continue to chop up episodes as we go and release them, you know, as we go, a la uh, Dragon Ball multiverse yeah, style. Yeah, they had no conclusion. I, I, would, I would honestly call it here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I think, like, this episode's kind of brought up some, some fun stuff that I think uh, might change our minds by the end of all of this. That being said, Kennedy, how have you been? Yeah. I'm all right. I'm eating steak right now while we record this. So that's kind of based. <laughs> I, was, uh, <laughs> I was eating a uh, stuffed crust pizza from Little Caesars, and I was thinking about your tweet again. Um <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm a big, like, Little Caesars fan. I don't know if I would eat their regular pizza anymore, having tried their, like, thin crust and their stuffed crust. Uh, but really, like, that's really good. And I do like their cookie dough brownie option that they have. That, that stuff's pretty sick. I'm eating good today. I don't know. I'm not feeling the garbage food right now. So um, <laughs> I, put a, I put an app blocker on my phone, right? I think I might have told you about this. I did. I told you I put an app locker on Twitter. Uh-huh. Just that way I'm not spending like half an hour every hour on Twitter. So I put it like six minutes, which is pretty pretty aggressive. Um, but it's helped quite a lot. And uh, so instead what I do is when I'm not browsing Twitter because I'm blocked off of it, I'm, blo- I'm on YouTube. And now, now, see, I'm stuck on the home tab of YouTube where it's just like suggested videos of what they think you might like. So somehow I'm now in like a sort of TikTok-y type loop with that. And it's just it's just fucked one way or another. I don't know what to do there. Cause like legitimately, like my my YouTube, like the way I style my YouTube is if I'm going on YouTube for entertainment, it's like always like edutainment. Yeah, I'm kind of like, similar. Like, I, I mean I do watch some just like purely entertainment stuff on YouTube, but it's like maybe like 10%, 20% of the YouTube that I watch at most. It actually, I really think more like 10 though for, for sure because it's mostly just like there's like a couple of like comedy channels that I think are pretty decent. And that's right. it, you know? 
And so sometimes I just, I, I want a little sketch comedy. And I watch some of that on some channels that just like do that, basically. I'm a big hey. hacker man. I'm I'm a hacker man. I like oh, hacker uh man. hacker man. Yeah, remember yeah. Life Hacker? Remember that yeah. website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that used to be like my homepage at one point in my life. Either my homepage, but definitely if not my homepage, on my bookmarks toolbar until it started just being like, here's a sponsored ad for a great deal on a bullet fucking blender. Or some bullshit, right? Like once they started doing that, I was like, "All right, it's time to to cut my losses here." But like, yeah. I was a big like life hacker. So like, basically, I took my internet habits from like the end of Web 2.0 or the end of like you know PHP BB forums era. That's sort of my web browsing type of style there, and just transition it onto YouTube. And I I think they're there's a lot of pros and cons with that, right? Because then, like, like with cooking channels in particular, I think that's pretty sick. Because then you can see, like, what it's supposed to look like at, at during the process, you know? And sometimes yeah. you, you'll have the chef, like, throwing some comments being like, hey, if you notice this, then that means you did it wrong or something. Like, like there's some, like, usefulness in that. But then there's a lot of, like, okay... My router is having some issues right now. I need to know how to fix this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Um, Please like, comment, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's get started. Step one. <laughs> Click yeah, sometimes the start you button. Sometimes want an infographic that explains it in six steps. <laughs> Yeah, you know? we really we really didn't reward enough those Adobe Illustrator people, like the people who opened up Adobe Illustrator and put up like how-tos on there. Those people were sick. Those people were teaching people something in a very short manner of time. That is to say, I watched a video today about food, <laughs> um, specifically like the $1 steak that you get at a supermarket, which is just mm. like muscle. Right, it's just yeah. muscle meat, yeah. and they're like, "Can you take this steak and make it seem like a more expensive steak?" And the main draw was the fact that they dry aged it mm-hmm. by forty five days. So they did it, and uh, it turns out it sucked dry aged. <laughs> like it was even worse than had they just cooked it up regular. Yeah, I was gonna but, say, I, that doesn't seem like it would be the way. Go ahead, though. But the real method was apparently pineapple, using the enzymes from pineapple and having it soak in it for two hours and then cooking it. And I was like, uh, that's sick. And they were like, I was about to say pineapple. That's always the secret. Yeah. And they were like, well, how much do you think? How expensive do you think these steaks cost? And it's like, OK, so the one dollar steak is definitely tastes like a one dollar steak. Uh, the dry aged steak. Tasted like a fifty cent steak. The the I'll keep wanting to say porcupine. Uh, the <laughs> pineapple steak, twenty five dollar steak, and I'm like, you see, this is what we call life hacks. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, my partner who works in food says baking soda also to like put put it on the steak for twenty minutes and then rinse it off. Tenderize the heck out of a crummy steak. 
I think the one biggest life hack that I have that people go, huh? Every time I say it is like put a cup of water whenever you're trying to reheat pizza in the microwave. I'm amazed that more it. people don't know that. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good uh pretty good life hack. Oh, also um coffee, hot coffee in the eye to cure pink eye. So get a Q tip, dip it in some hot coffee. And uh, put your open up your eye like you would if you're putting a contact, and put it in there, and it'll get rid of the it'll burn away the pink eye you have. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Ancient Puerto Rican trick. <laughs> you know, some old time remedies do work. I trust some of those things. Yeah, no, it's it's legitimately worked every time. And what's yeah. funny is that my stepdad was the first disbeliever of it. And I was like, no, I was straight up telling a grown ass man who is like 20 years older than me, maybe a little less, maybe 18 years older than me, 18 years older than me. Uh, I was telling a grown ass man that much older than me, listen, this works. Trust me. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And then we did it with cold coffee. And I was like, no, it's not going to work. It has to be hot. Did it with hot, went away. And, he, and then like he, he was speaking to my mom about it. And my mom was like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It works. And he's like, so what? I could just fucking dip a Q-tip in some soda? <laughs> this is the, the brilliant mind of my stepfather. I don't I don't get the I don't get the slippery slope dynamic there. Like how does how does is it because of acidity maybe from the carbonation? I don't know. That's weird. Caffeine. Caffeine? He just thinks the caffeine might be the main factor. At that point, wouldn't you just say like sugar water? If I just heat up sugar water, would that work? <laughs> I don't know, man. This what aboutism is getting to me. What about, about Power Rangers Star Clash? What about it? I don't know. All of, <laughs> all of this to say that like I've I've definitely U turned on a lot of Power Rangers Star Clash. Maybe it's hitting today. I don't know. Something about it. I'm like puggy. But before we talk about it, there is one last thing I have to say that's really depressing. Um, someone I guess had a VHS recording of Nickelodeon circa like late 80s early 90s or something like that like i'm talking like 92 okay um complete with commercials uploaded it to fucking youtube as like a five hour youtube video uh-huh and it has like hundreds of thousands of views okay it's depressing. Like people are willingly watching commercials. The whole point of why we have the internet is so we don't have commercials. You know, I don't understand this because I don't feel this way, but some people do like commercials. Like that's a genre of person. And I I I know I'm just continually tying us back to our main topic <laughs> conveniently. But you can tell that the Power Rangers Star Clash guy is probably one of those people. Yeah, we're not going to really... There's no <laughs> real like way to talk about the, the commercial breaks here in this one. But for some reason, the commercial breaks here were hitting for me. Well, they were. it was less. 
Was it like, less? Yeah, in in the first one, like they he does the little fox bumper. They do the little fox bumper like three times, or four times, like a bunch of times, way too many times. Gotcha. And this time he literally it was once. No, it was like three. No, it was like total. once or twice this time. Literally, it was like once or twice total. And and mm. uh, just reducing it down makes it a lot less irritating and more fun. The sixteen by nine is still a mistake. And the non the non blurring of the logo is still a mistake. But I will say I didn't mind the logo as much this time around. I don't know. It it didn't catch my eye as much. It didn't it didn't bother me as much, but I think it's just because I'm more used to it after the first time. I also don't mind these types of commercials is what is the point that I was kind of getting at. Because it's not advertising to me a product, though it still kind of is. Because it still says like Fox News Network, you know? Yeah. It's like Fox Kids Network in this one. It's whatever at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't really know how to feel about that. You could also theoretically like... It doesn't look anything like the current Fox Network logo at all. So, I don't know. But it's it's one of those things where it's just like if you're gonna put in commercials, have it take out the consumerist part about it, and then put in like what people like about commercials is that if you're sitting down and watching it, it's fun to watch. Kind of think of like Regal movie theater cinema, right? Before the movie, they always do the fucking roller coaster ride, and you're always just like wee. Even though it's just like throwing fucking Coca-Cola. Bunch of crunch. I love me some bunch of crunch. Do you love some bunch of crunch? Eh, it's okay. Put the... So throw the bunch of I crunch. Think. Put the bunch of crunch in the popcorn. It tastes great. Okay. Um, Everyone's so, got some candy they put in popcorn. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, any good like chocolate candy would go good in popcorn because it just melts in there. I guess I'm that kind of neurodivergent person that I don't like to mix my foods a lot. What? Like, I just, I don't like to put lots of stuff in like popcorn or things like that. Or like when my things, like when my foods are on the plate, I don't want. Do you like thick soups? Yeah. Hmm. Cause it's a thing at that point. Like, you got to understand, it's not about, like, it's not about the food at all. It's about, like, a perception of things. So if you're in Kentucky Fried Chicken, you're getting a KFC bowl, and it's the mashed potatoes with the cheese and the chicken and and that type of stuff, uh, and corn, like, do you like that? Do you, like, mix it in, or do you just, like, eat I would it separately? Want separately, yeah. Like, I would want, like, the mashed potatoes and the... And the cheese, and then the corn, and then the chicken to all be separated, and to keep them relatively separated while I eat them. So when you get a dinner plate, it's all individualized. It's not integrated in on top of each other. Yeah. Unless it's like I that's mean, crazy. If it's I like mean fry. <laughs> I, I, I kind of get it. I like it when my mashed potatoes and gravy is separate from my corn, which is also separate from my like chicken, right? Like my yeah. grilled chicken or whatever. Like I that that I think is is fine in certain instances, but 
I don't know if like it's not even about like the flavors. I would prefer because, that like, though. If, you, if 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 I have popcorn and chocolate and then I put them both in my mouth, I'll probably enjoy that. Okay. But, do you think do you think that this was a good blend of like putting in commercials into a television show? Here's what I think. I think you should promote your damn self. I know some people would disagree with that, especially there's certain people in the leftist sphere that really are like self-promotion bad. Do and it creatively. Like, okay, but self-promotion better than promoting a large corporation. <laughs> if you're going to like throw a bumper in the middle of this, which honestly you could have just not um, like throw in like a, a 15 second bumper that looks old, like it's from the nineties, but it promotes your channel and it has your channel's name. And it's like, do, 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 beep. Fucking your YouTube channel for kids or what, you know, fucking hire, hire, hire like an animator. Yeah, literally go on Fiverr, spend 50 bucks, hire an animator to make a 10 second decent animation. 90s commercial style, 90s low budget. 90s commercial style, low budget. Um, and promote yourself. Again, first choice for me is you don't put one in at all. But if you're going to do it, promote yourself. Fucking this st- stupid. You're promoting a giant corporation that doesn't need it. For what end? Yeah. Just for nostalgia? Yeah. Um you know Nostalgia you, for nostalgia's sake. The the whole point of like the vaporwave aesthetic was to tear down the ideas of capitalism, not to re embrace capitalism through like the waning nostalgia for like capitalistic bullshit. Uh, you uh know. <sighs> but what about Pepsi? Saint Pepsi. What about it? That was promoting consumerism. The capitalist bullshit. And that was a huge part of the vaporwave aesthetic. I mean, St. Pepsi isn't necessarily my favorite artist, first of all. But second of all, I think that a lot of St. Pepsi's work was still fundamentally meant to deconstruct something about like, what it was referencing. And whereas this is just this is just a unambiguous and uh, it's like an unjudgmental reference. Like it's not saying that Fox is good or bad. It's not making a commentary. It's not twisting it. It's just showing you a Fox advertisement from the '90s and saying, "Remember the '90s?" Um. I think that's the difference is like one thing is like sculpting it into a piece of like literally kind of rebel art because a lot of like St. Pepsi's works could never be copyrighted by them or anything. Right. You know, Um, and to an extent, this is kind of rebel art, but that one particular feature, again, it's not really, it's not really like a significant artistic choice. It's just a vague pandering to nostalgia and the only the only one who possibly benefits from it is a giant corporation who n- does not need your help. <laughs> as a sort of uh, commercials in this sense, as a sort of like, hey, I'm going to check my phone real quick and then do it and then, you know, keep watching. Uh, that stuff, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, could be worse. But... I honestly think also if you're going to do this, 
it, it should be all or nothing to some extent. That's my other issue with it, is, like, it's just, like, this little stinger. Like, find some actually hilarious 90s commercial that people have forgotten. Yeah, that would be cool. Or something like that, you know? And, like, really actually go all in. And then I'll be here for it. And then I'll be like, oh, the commercial break? That's one of my favorite parts of this fucking goofy shit. You know? Like, uh, on Twitter once, I, I dredged up uh, that uh, commercial with uh, Rob uh, McElhenney and somebody else famous. It's, it's one of the guys from Always Sunny and somebody else famous, and they're really young, and it's a Yoohoo commercial, and it's like got this weird bisexual kind of energy. To the commercial, <laughs> it's a really bizarre commercial, and I, I, uh, I posted that on my Twitter. Uh, and Rob McElhenney, bizarre, from, bizarre political ad, liked it because <laughs> he funny. was like, "Damn, that's a blast from the past." He commented, "Like the blast from the past." Like, like find some shit like that. Yeah, like find like a, a Bob Dole political ad. <laughs> <laughs> you throw that in. You've got my intention. And don't tell me you can't do it because you've already found apparently all the footage for Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters, which is hard to do, and all the footage for this obscure-ass season of Super Sentai that was never translated to America. So don't tell me you can't do it. Hold on, hold on. Who were the political candidates in 1996? Um, I mean, Bill Clinton... Ross Perot. We need Ross Perot um, ads. That, yeah, Bill, Bill Clinton defeated uh, Bob Dole in 1996. Yeah, yeah. We need Ross Perot ads. Yeah, put in a Ross Perot ad. Um, <laughs> now you got my attention. Yeah, he's. it's okay. He's dead. <laughs> Bob Dole's dead, too. Just go for it. Shit, Bob Dole is dead? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Bill Clinton awesome. looked like he about to kick it, too. That man looks like Skeletor. So Power Rangers Star Clash episode two. Mixed signals. Mixed signals. Um, I think we're going to see this through to the end, like we've kind of been indicating, because it's so short, and it does actually end, end unambiguously with the finale. But, uh... It's still a little bit of a mixed bag. Just kind of ironic considering the name. Ha ha ha. Uh so uh once again it's mostly tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills footage unedited. And once again, that shit slaps. <laughs> yeah. Like these characters are like Weird, hilarious, predictable, un- or sorry, unpredictable, funny, and just roast the shit out of each other on the regular. It's really something to behold. It's wonderful. I'm really loving the the Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters episode, uh, portions of it. I do think that the editing this time around, where they edit in the Power Rangers fan plot, fit in well with this episode. Yeah, it was a little bit, it fit a little bit better. It was a little bit more seamless in some respects. But yeah, I remember one moment in particular that really tickled me was uh, Swinton apparently like 
hacked the school computers to get out of gym class. And, like, that's a small, like, footnote in this episode. And just, like, these characters are amazing. Like, how did yeah. the tattooed teenage alien fighters not get a second season with characters this strong? <laughs> yeah. Yellow Ranger was uh, being Kennedy's inner conscience. <laughs> I mean, kind Just of, Kennedy's. I Kennedy's inner monologue uh, was being expressed in this episode. She's just like, you don't have to follow rules. Rules suck. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was doing agitprop. She did, like, she stopped. I, I can't remember the exact line, but there was one line at the beginning that did sound like almost explicitly Marxist. Yeah. <laughs> she was doing straight up agitprop and then like still like unfurling a toxic plot of her own at yeah. the same time too. Just because she was annoyed with teenager. everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just because she was annoyed with everyone, which is Honestly, insane. Queen. <laughs> really incredible stuff. We yeah, stand. Like, and she also, she makes some jokes about, like, how she doesn't have as much money as everyone else, and she knows it, and she disrespects the people who have more money than her. I mean, like, just like, oh shucks. Like, that Dwayne guy with all the fancy camera equipment, she was just like, oh, wow, I could make that much money. He's, like, showing off some piece of equipment that costs a lot of money. She's like, I could make that much in tips in a week. He's like, really? And she's like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> she just lays down the traps for all of them to fall right in. And because they have no street smarts, like none of them, none of them have any defenses against her. <laughs> you might as well just have stayed silent this whole time, <laughs> lest you feel the wrath. The only one who can resist her at all is Pink Ranger because Pink Ranger has so much swagger of her own that it kind of throws off Yellow Ranger a little bit, which is another theme of this episode. And so Yellow Ranger is kind of trying to bring Pink Ranger down a peg maybe by like putting her into a stupid situation. Just being absolutely messy. Yeah, just being so messy and like, she and Swinton fake this note. Um, I don't know why Swinton is the only one whose name I can remember. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, maybe it's because think... his name is distinctive. But uh, they like make this fake note and convince Gordon that Pink Ranger... Oh, I just remember Red Ranger's name is Gordon. Damn, because the yeah. plot, they said his name a bunch. They convince Red Ranger that Pink Ranger might be into him, and it turns into this whole goofy mess that shouldn't have happened, and Yellow Ranger kind of learns a lesson and whatever. And uh, it's just mostly just like a, honestly, just like a relatively lighthearted ep, though. I loved it. It was pretty fun. It was it a fantastic episode. Once again... It's resting strongly on the fact that Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters is an underrated show. I'm gonna I'm gonna stress but, though that I don't think that the fight sequences would impress us any more than what no. we're given here. 
Not for the most part, although... I this one in particular kind of worked. Mostly, but I found the audio in particular um, frustrating during the Power yeah. Rangers sequences. First of all, the person dubbed over the villain voice, and they just did, like, Nimbar voice, but it's an octave lower. So it's just, like, garbly Microsoft Sam computer voice, but it's, like, a little bit angrier sounding. Yeah. And, like, that was the monster. That sucked ass. Second of all, a lot of the audio work was, like, just confusing, where the music was pretty pog, and you could tell, like, he's kind of using this pog music to cover the fact that, like, there's no sound effects at all in some of these sequences, because he's, like, stripped out all the sound, because there are people talking or whatever, you know, didn't work. Uh, yeah. And just not put anything in, like, no, put some sound effects in. Like, if you're going to take all this effort anyway, like, actually put in the rest of the effort on some of this sound design stuff so that the footage actually melds um, correctly at all times. Because sometimes it worked pretty decently, but then there were other moments where it was like, there's just guitar and a Power Ranger running and there's no other sounds or something. And you're like, okay. I was still pogging. <laughs> Yeah, you're happy. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the music was like fucking Ron Weisserman fucking Mighty Morphin Power Ranger style music. It's just fun. Yo, speaking of which, I looked up pictures. I know I'm getting slightly off topic. I looked up <laughs> pictures of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for like a meme or something like that I was going to do. I think it was some shit post. Uh, and, uh, it's hard to like look at that shit and not feel something. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Like I didn't realize like the emotions that would come out of me to just like see the original five. And I don't even that's not even like my favorite team, but I still have like so much fucking emotions towards that. Yeah, no, it's I, unreal. And I don't think that I will ever go away. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. So, um, Sorry. Yeah, so... I don't know. Let's rate this. Uh, or what are we doing exactly? <laughs> I just wanted to say that I like the music quite a lot here. Um, that was the main point. Uh, is that it reminded me of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers music a lot. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot like the old It stuff. suited... It suited the battles pretty well, even though there wasn't like sound effects. And I I realize it was masking it, but for a fan project, it is what it is. And I had a lot of fun because even the weird fight sequences that were happening, um, it was still fun to watch. Yeah. yeah and I, I think I would have all... more fun watching that versus like watching <laughs> tattooed teenage alien fighters fight scenes. That's such a tough call. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I definitely see where you're coming the from. The guitars help a lot, just to clarify. Yeah. The the music really sells it, because I think if the music was bad, I'd be like, nah, we're putting this down. <laughs> that yeah. being said, what do you rate episode two of Power Rangers Star Clash? I'm thinking it's like a six. 
I rated the last one a six, right? I don't remember. This one's like better. This one's like a good, a lot better. I would say. I think we're discounting just how good the tattoo teenage alien fighters part of the episode was. Because I think like on on its own, it's like a nine. Yellow Ranger was going in. Alien fighters had just had excellent fight scenes. Yeah. God. Because the dialogue was just amazing. So instead of the fight scenes dragging it down by like three points, it only drags it down by like a point or two. Um, that being said, I want to give it an eight because I really did enjoy it a lot. Something about it was just hitting with me. Like, I feel like the editing That's this time around, <laughs> I feel like the, the editing this time around was was like spot on perfect. It was stronger. It was stronger. Like the way it blended in was just way, way stronger in this episode. Um, that might be me optimistic being optimistic though so just in case i'm gonna give it a seven this All is right. the one time that i'll be like yeah yeah yeah. it's probably not as good as i think it is so i'll give it a seven i think one of the best things about it that i want to comment on really quick before we get out of here <clears throat> and again this just comes straight from tattooed teenage alien fighters is that swinton is like billy at his best a lot yeah like when sometimes Billy would just kind of like get the jabs back when people would try to like get at him, especially later on. Like he had a little bit of swagger, you know? Yeah. Um, Swinton, like, he's like, yeah, I'm kind of a nerd. And sometimes he'll act like a little bit dorky, but then someone will try to talk shit and he'll just roast him. I love that. <laughs> yeah, there was that moment between Gordon and Swinton where Gordon was like, what are you what are you doing? Auditioning for the lead singer for Smashing Pumpkins? And Swinton's and just like, who? <laughs> who is that? And just <laughs> blows him off and moves on with what he wanted to talk about. <laughs> Total shutdown. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I can't believe Smashing Pumpkins is that old. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. They are. 